This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Okay. Is that why you... Did you disappear then? Mm-hmm. After that, after winning that award? Or did you disappear after? Or what happens um, after you win the award? Um, after I won the award, I, I just went on singing. So but did you in have any way, other... You shot the video now? I shot the video. It was nice. Um, what else? I didn't do anything after that. Um, was there any other songs in... Okay, what's the album number four called? Album number four is called... Milele. Milele. Yeah. Was there, aside Milele, was there any other song that was like big in that album? That's the other thing. I also felt like the the whole album was wasted because the only song that the people picked was just Milele. Well, I had 11 songs, some with Zimbabweans. We did something with Saramitaru. They were really nice songs in in there that were never played. but at the time, I was really struggling with money, you know, to do this mm-hmm. and that. And then we were working with RK, and then a few things were not possible to do anymore. Um, then, yeah. <laughs> I take it that relationship ended. <laughs> no, it didn't end. It, uh, it no, no, that in terms of working relationship. Yes, it did. It did, huh? Yes, it did. So, uh, Milele was the last album that you did yeah. now with RK. Yeah. We're, t- we're still in 2008? Um, yeah. Two- nine. 2009. Huh? Mm-hmm. What I don't want to move past this Milele album. Mm-hmm. I just I. Um, what songs would you have liked to see come out of Mile- of that album? We did a song with Eunice and Jerry then. I was actually going to ask this question. Mm-hmm. How come I've never had a song with you and Eunice? In fact, my parting shot would be, 
I want to interview you in Jerry next mm -hmm. and I want you to do a song with you in Jerry mm -hmm. because you guys are so similar. Yeah. So how come that song never came out? Um, it came out, it was being played only on radio. Mm -hmm. I think also we were all, you know, trying to build our own thing. We also kind of lived together with Jerry for like three years. We were neighbors like next door in the same flats. Yeah. So I guess that's why we're similar. I don't know. <laughs> People put us on the same, yeah. you know. Even um, how she's very good with her English. <laughs> with her English, yes. eh? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What, what, what did you ask? Okay, so aside that song with Eunice and Jerry, anything? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we did a song with Eunice and Jerry. What else did we with do? With Saramitaru. Saramitaru was really nice. RK, everything was RK. What? It was really nice. And then Sarah was crazy. Yeah, she's crazy and all. I thought that was good. There was another song we did with a lady called Nina Jerogi on that album. That was it was played on radio, but not so much. Yeah. Um, so um, and this time videos are also becoming yeah. more. You yeah. need a video now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So along the way, um, after that, you know, I think children came in. Okay. And they, and yes. they came in because very fast. Because now is when you. No silence. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you get married what year? 2009? Eight. 2008. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Children come 2008. Uh, no, 2009. 2009. <laughs> 2009, I'm pregnant. 2010, then it was complicated as well. Um, had eclampsia on both kids. So, in a way, it kind of slowed down my life. Wow. So, Wacha, nitaimba. <laughs> but 2011, I did. Um, so, no, 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 hey, don't run past that. Hey. <laughs> There's a whole story there for all these women out there who yeah. are in music industry and are thinking of. So, how did you feel now at that time? So, like, because by the time you left, when you left Daystar, mm -hmm. you went to that, that job, then you left. You knew music was what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So, now that you're deciding, I'm not doing, I mean, music has to hold, first of all, 
you win the groove you become the biggest female gospel artist mm-hmm. uh, you take the the baton from i think jamama mathiongo she was also one of the big ones that mm-hmm. maybe just now you're taking that baton mm-hmm. and then now when you have the baton you decide okay i'm getting kids or mm-hmm. or kids come mm-hmm. and music goes down mm-hmm. how did you feel how did i feel did you write songs there i mean what was were you gigging um yeah um but being unwell i couldn't quite do much because mm-hmm. i was on you know i was more at home and um what was happening then i had done some songs and done some videos but somehow for some reason we weren't able to release them with rk and so um uh, so that that kept me you know because i had not recorded some other songs mm-hmm. and um and i was not able to record at the time so it kept me at home and i feel like that was a crazy crazy time uh, the blessing of kids was awesome but but i wished i could do more then yeah um i tried in between to record but still the songs uh, they came out but they didn't do so well yeah yeah and so i feel like no matter what i was trying then it quite wasn't it was working hitting a wall. yeah it was hitting a yeah. wall so it's like i was feeling like god now had shelved me i kept saying that he called me and then he put me in a shelf and then at the time is now when other musicians are starting to come out people who you know um you had met earlier and they were you know um uh, you you would feel like you're totally it's you're being overtaken or something mm-hmm. by events and then there were no, so many videos on tv and it, it was a downtime for me i would yes. say it's very depressing as a musician when you're not able to do what you love to do yeah mm. so and i want to spend time on this downtime mm-hmm. because I mean you yours is from another level. We're talking this is your f- four albums. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing also let's be real during your first three albums there was not that much money in the gospel industry mm-hmm. or shows or opportunities like there was maybe yeah. after the return of Groove. Mm-hmm. Groove completely especially that 2008 Groove completely radically changed this thing. Gospel oh, yeah. overtook secular oh, there's yeah. a lot happening but you are not there. Mm-hmm. You you are That's exactly what happened. Groove brought competition, healthy or unhealthy, um, which was good because the industry grew. It grew so, as in so fast, and and I wanted to be there, but I couldn't be there because of my own, you know, issues here, complications with pregnancy, and, and you know, finances were quite something at the time. And so watching, you know, I even stopped watching TV, especially the musical, because it's depressing. You're like, I need to be here. I'm, I'm missing out, mm. and. Um, Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, but even in that period there were not that many females. That's now when the DON ex, ex, that's why I, re- I realized the missing of Masima Sika. Mm-hmm. You get because you were there and then uh, left. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um how did you get over that? How did I get over yeah, that? Because you don't just come back. Yeah. And I'm trying to say what's the process of I I learned that when you don't have money, you don't need money always to come out. You have social capital. So what I had was people. So um talked over with people, people like Jay Blessing, yeah. people like um Saint P. So we did some songs. Um they came out but they didn't do well. Mm-hmm. So it was still that time of you're hitting a wall, you're like, "Okay, okay." So I think it it just kept getting worse. And so along the way you're like, "Okay, now I think I need to have a break." Uh so for like 2 years I wasn't, you know, doing anything. I stayed out. So away. you took a break. Yeah, and that time can be very depressing. Uh I did not listen to radio. 
<laughs> because it's annoying me that I'm not there. I think when you know you ought to be somewhere, it just annoys you full time. So, <laughs> so when you see things, you're like, ah. But I had a way of what I do is I didn't want to, you know, feel it. I'd ignore it, mm -hmm. but it it kept coming back. So, so I went back to I went to working in Chags, mm -hmm. uh, in community development, and um, we were doing community transformation. Um, something I, I wouldn't quite say I wanted to do then, but I had to do. So that was even easier. There's no music there. There's so whatever. Yeah. yeah. With your kids, um, we were living in Nairobi, uh -huh. but we would. I kept going there every okay. Okay. every week okay. to work, and so that's where the bakery came in there. Um, but of course, because of challenges there, it didn't do so well because people don't quite have money there. Mm -hmm. So you opened up a bakery. Yeah, we did. Okay. Um, yes, I didn't know that. Yeah, and so during that time is when I started to cabaret passed on. Uh, when Cabrera passed on, that's when I woke up. That's when I was like, okay, I can oh. die too, <laughs> you know. So for me, I, I quite liked Cabrera very much because yeah. he was he was the only person who kept showing up in our house, knowing that I'm an introvert. You know, people don't come to introverts' houses yeah. very often. So he would come. He'd be like, Mkwabi, na come lunch. You know, he would come see the babies when they're born and that sort of thing. And so because of his love, he had an impact on me in the in the in the industry. And so when he died is when I was like, okay. And then he kept talking about uh, Still Alive, my mm -hmm. producer. He kept saying, you guys need to meet. You guys need to. Um, and that's and like... And Cabrera at that time mm -hmm. was recording his album mm -hmm. with Still Alive. Yes. I know that because he actually took me to record a song with him. Yes. Okay. Oh, Still, he did? I recorded a song with Cabrera on that Still Alive. Oh, yeah. Still, it's not on the album. Still Alive, if you're watching this, can I please have that song? <laughs> Oh yeah? yeah, I think he lost it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Mm -hmm. So he, I, so I understand why he was saying still alive, and that was new. Still alive wasn't um, mm -hmm. the still alive that's there now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, so when he died, is when I was like, okay, I'll go record. So I talked. I remember chatting with Mr. V. He's like, write me a song. I'm like, okay, I'll write you a song. So immediately went into. So wait. Because this is the big one. This is the one everyone here is waiting for. Mm -hmm. No, there's more. Don't just listen to this and <laughs> Okay. So. Now Cabrera passes on, you're like, okay, I need, I, I, I need to stop running away from my calling. Yeah. Um, but how did, what made you not write the song? What made you decide I want somebody else to write me a song? This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Because this is the big one. This is the one everyone here is waiting for. No, there's more. Don't just listen to this. Okay. So now Cabrera passes on. You're like, okay, I need, I, I need to stop running away from my calling. Yeah. Um, but how did, what made you not write the song? What made you decide I want somebody else to write me a song? I felt I was struggling um, um, with Kiswahili. <laughs> mm -hmm. I felt like, um, no, 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 actually not so much the struggle because I always struggle my way through writing. Yeah. But I think it, everything needs discipline. But um, 
I felt like I liked the sound Mr. V come soldier. I liked his mm-hmm. sound. It was like ah oh, it was cool. It was you know there's something modern and yet it's still delivering. And so um that's how I got to ask Mr. V to write me a song. It was not at I was not thinking deeply. Yeah. You know? Before that had you ever asked anybody to write your song? No. Oh. No. But but the, yeah there was a Zimbabwean guy who wrote me a song. What was a Zimbabwean guy called? Brand Kagoro. I know Brian Kagoro, Brian yeah. Kagoro of Action Aid. Yes, yes. Brian Kagoro wrote you a song. Yeah, in the album, the Milele album. It was a nice song. You know the songs I wish I would just redo them. But you're saying, but Brian Kagoro, okay, I didn't know Brian Kagoro writes songs. Uh, he does. Good ones. <laughs> That's amazing. He used to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's very, it's well, it's a dot first and foremost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's mm. Okay, so Mr. V writes you this song. Mm-hmm. Did you know it was going to be this beast when you were when you had it? Um I'd given up for real. I was like whatever. Let me just do or I was I was even doing my masters in community development. I'm like no I have to take a different path because this one is not working. What? Yeah. <laughs> so so I was like you know let's move, see if it works if it doesn't I'm fine. I didn't care. So when I did Mwema actually was the first song we did. Uh was like my sister was like your song ni in a sound normal you know <laughs> <laughs> so you know so, when you hear some people when they tell you what they think you're like okay ni sawa tu so actually what happened is i done so many songs at the time or when i was going to shoot mwema so um i shot an english song um then the second day we we're going to shoot another song then we're like ah these things are not working so let's just shoot this one as a by the way so we did the shooting like one hour we were done because i never took the song seriously as as like a e to nimbo ngine but i liked the song funny enough maybe because it was written by mr v yeah. so we did it quickly i enjoyed i just danced dance around there removed my shoes and everything amazing enough that was going to be my breakthrough song the one that was a joke I want people to understand the context of what you mean by writing. Mm-hmm. Did he write? Did he go with the producer? Then, then you just then he even sang, sing it like this mm-hmm. in terms of vocals, and then now he gave you a demo, mm-hmm. and then you went. Or did he just write lyrics and then give you? 
he wrote lyrics. Mm -hmm. uh, they did a track with Tim. Yeah. And then they, they um, he put in the melody and everything. Because mm -hmm. what I wanted was his sound. Yes. His sound was different from my way of singing. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's what he did. And most songwriters, I, I, I really like how he does it, even Pitson, yeah. because they work hard and um, they put the song on the track. So when you're there, they're bringing you a demo. Yes. So you hear something. So if someone sends you something on keyboard, you're like, what is yeah. this? Uh -huh. But when there's a track and something to it, I say that's working hard because they've done their part. Yeah. Did you, did, okay, when, when Riga, who's also a songwriter, mm -hmm. when he writes a song for you, what he does, he comes and spends time with you mm -hmm. and he gets to understand your vision and what you want. Mm -hmm. um, other people mm -hmm. just feel it in their heart. They write and tell you, I think this is yours. Mm -hmm. how, how, how does he, how did you work with him? Did you just tell him, write, he wrote, and then he came and wrote I something? I think he wrote another thing because um, I'm very, I like choosing what, what I, I, I will sing. Um, I, I think this one is the one I like. So mm -hmm. Even with Pitson, we work quite the same way. He does many songs, but he kind of knows what I like. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, um, I, I don't like sitting with the songwriter because I feel like they don't oh. write well <laughs> when you're there. Yeah. They do a better job when they're alone. Okay, mm -hmm. so you guys take this song out mm -hmm. and then suddenly explosion. Now, forget mm -hmm. the big the, the, the award that you have won. Mm -hmm. This, the 2008, mm -hmm. this song goes out and becomes known across the whole country. Mm -hmm. Again, mm -hmm. the last time you were there, there was not this thing of internet and all of these other things. Mm -hmm. I mean, Muema has 10 million views on YouTube, mm -hmm. over 10 million views. Mm -hmm. I can count the amount of Kenyan artists. In fact, aside Sauti Soul, I don't think I can tell you another Kenyan who has 10, over 10 million views on one song. Mm -hmm. Like this song goes out and there's Skiza tunes now, which is a monster. There's mm -hmm. all of these other things. Mm -hmm. Explain to me now this journey to coming back or what happens after the release of Moema. Wow, like I said, I, I quite didn't know anything would happen because uh, I'm not a prophet. But the amazing thing is, God works in mysterious ways. There, there were like three guys, you know prophets, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> who called and said, God is going to use your time. What, what? I was like, yeah, I'm normal. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. It's, it's okay. If he does, it's okay. I'm still here. I love you, Jesus. And so, um, so That's actually, actually a good question. Mm -hmm. Paul for just interjecting, it's okay. but it's okay. the question comes, I might as well ask it before. What made you not quit on God what during failure? Because uh, many guys have. I, I didn't quit on God because I'd seen him be my friend. Um, I had a relationship with him from when I was really small. So the experiences I've had with God have been major in terms of uh, seeing him heal people. I've seen, I've seen lots of things. And then I think me being, loving to worship and also being grounded in church. Because even though there was a time I wanted to kind of give up on church. <laughs> mm -hmm. But my pastor, I remember on the day that I said, I don't think I'm going back to church. She, she called me and she's like, uh, God has a lot for you. It's like God spoke to her or something. I feel like God has been taking care of me in my weakest times. Mm -hmm. Like he would send someone exactly when I want to give up. You understand? Th there'd be times when, you know, I'm like, anyway, God, you're not serious with me. I remember sitting on the balcony and saying, God, you must be very busy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no. so, so I was like, mm, feeling tears. Remember that time we were broke? We quite didn't know. 
and, 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 and like God, you're very busy. The day you will get unbusy, it is fine. Now I don't care anymore. But I will not leave you because you've been there for me, you know, throughout my life. And so somehow huh, that kept me. God being, you know, there. in a way there was grace to go through the tough times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You felt he wasn't just the God of music, he was, the, he was your God. Yes, he was. And, and I think during those times when I knew him, because you'd be needing something like rent, it mm -hmm. comes um, exactly. I have babies, I don't have food to eat. Mm -hmm. And um, someone comes with exactly what you need. Mm -hmm. I think that for me was major. I'd be, you know, sitting at home. My pastor is like, come and sing. And then he sends me, you know, a 40K. You're like, how? Mm -hmm. So it was just, it was just enough. But I feel that was the time that God was real. Yeah. CG Matosi Matosi. Yeah. Okay. So mm. let's make them now tears of joy. Mm. Please <laughs> so hurry <Muema>. up. <laughs> so Muema comes. Yeah. Out. As yeah. you were saying, mm -hmm. you, you guys didn't know. You did. Let me be honest. Mm -hmm. Very few people know mm -hmm. this one is going to be accepted by the whole world. Oh, yeah. This is going to be my biggest song ever. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you may sense it. Mm -hmm. But to be honest, mm -hmm. I didn't sense it. I remember I was in Shags. I kept playing the song. I was actually, you know, in the farms. We were working in the farms. So I'm like, God, you're my promoter. I trust you. Whatever, whatever. So I'm going to release what? this song. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Yeah. It's, it's not those prayers of, if you don't do it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care. You are good. I love you. I will still. So I think you need to get there sometimes after you've been in the wilderness where you're like, God, I trust you. I know you're good. If you do this, I'm fine. Because people give God conditions. They're like, uh, if you don't do this, me, I don't think. And a lot of people have done that, given up, you know. Because people go through stuff. Yeah. People, especially artists, they go through lots of serious poverty. Like, seriously. Um, and you feel alone in the world. And you're like, okay, this thing I'm working hard for, what is it for? Aina Matokyo. So they give up. Um, yeah. What was I saying? You're telling us. So now, the song. I didn't know it would be. But like I said, there were prophets who called me. Um, I'm like, Ati, where ni nani? Because, of course, Asante, thank you. Of course, I received the word. Yeah. But it was so shocking how Mwema went. I didn't push. You know how you do at media interviews? Yeah. I didn't know anybody. I didn't, <laughs> you know, rather, is it, it's like... It was miraculous. It was people would share it themselves. Um, it was amazing. I still don't understand what happened. Yeah. Yeah. It it hit me hard. And and then what year is this now? When? Twenty fifteen. Uh, so is Moema part now? Of, okay. No. Let's still talk about Moema because mm -hmm. there's still a lot with this song. Mm -hmm. So. Wow. Twenty fifteen. Mm -hmm. So between two thousand and nine. Mm -hmm. To 2015, you're mm. silent. Mm. That's six years. Yeah, I wasn't silent. I was releasing I mean, you're songs. Listening, but they're not they oh, were hitting the yes. wall. <laughs> they were hitting the wall. Tell us some of those songs that you were releasing, so that I can put these videos in here. You kind of know it, but you don't know it. Mm -hmm. It was there. There were others like this. Life is for once, yo. Yeah. Uh, it's there, but it's not there. There are others that I recorded, but I didn't release them mm -hmm. in between. Okay, I forget the list, but there yeah. were quite some songs right in between. Jesus is real, he lives in me, he walks in me, he truly loves me. 
was shelved for real i was <laughs> i was like sure god is not with me on this one of music yeah yeah so it now becomes the monster mm -hmm. like i mean that's did was it did it become did it become big very fast or did it take time it took time i think it actually hit after one year december because mm -hmm. i released it to who releases a song on december 26th <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> So I released 26th, whatever. So January, people start playing it. Uh, I'm like, hey, I want to chase a wimbo yangu. And then that time was Nangara, along with Nangara. And quite played the same because yes, was yes. still alive. Yeah. Then actually December is when I'd say it really, it really hit. The next year? Um, uh, December 26th, that following December 20, 15 December. So when now do you get the groove? Because it, it 2016. 2015, I got nothing. I went, sang the song. Oh. People were happy. I got nothing. You got nothing. Yeah, uh, but it was okay. But the song had need. I mean, the song brought you back. Everybody, it did. The, the song knew it. So now shows. Well, we've been called for shows. Um, no, not really. I think shows picked up 2016. What? Yeah. So even though you've got this song that everybody is now beginning to hear, that's how it works as a musician. It's just so interesting. Then at the time, um, Skiza was growing. Yeah. It was shocking. I was like, oh my, so you can actually make money from Skiza. But we didn't know because I don't know what was happening. There were people who were not doing very well. Um, yes. Agencies that were not telling uh, us. They were making money. money. Call them, yeah. So when you're called by MCSK and you're told that there is a car, okay, I'll say 800K, you're like, eh? <laughs> Ati? Yeah, hey, it was very shocking. So, so we didn't even know how it, it grew. But thank God Safaricom straightened up the system, so yes. now we know what we are earning from Skiza. Imagine we were not earning that money. We didn't know where it was going. What? Yeah. And, okay, the reason why I say what mm -hmm. is because in 2016 Groove Awards, mm -hmm. you won, mm -hmm. not because you were not allowed to have Moema in because it was from the year, mm. you chucked it December hey, 26th. you know these things, right? That way, okay. Yeah. I was Groove Award ambassador, I should know it. Yes, okay. you chucked it. 2014, 14, December 26th. 26. So it could only be eligible for the year 2015. 2015. Mm. But it won in 2016 because... Mwemo won nothing. Skiza. It, uh, it won the... Oh, it did? It won Skiza. the most downloaded Skiza. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that 2016... You have so many group awards, uh, you know, just forget. Yeah, just I, re forget I really <laughs> thank God. I really thank God that I quite... Um, but there's one prayer I'll tell you. I think I never told anybody. I used to pray that every day that when I win Groove Award, that I won't win with nothing. I remember Bahati standing there and saying, <laughs> <laughs> So I remember that was 2015 actually when yeah. Bahati won, I think. Yes. Something. <laughs> so all along I kept saying, God, I want, I want, I want, I want my Groove Award to have something. So I win 2016, there's nothing. 
I'm like, God, I did not pray like that. <laughs> so 2017, I think I won several things. There was, I can't remember, but yeah. <laughs> and without much further ado, I just want to say that, the, um, wow, that the winner of this category is Muema, the skizzer tune of the... <laughs> Mwema by Masi Masika. And the nominees for Female Artist of the Year. Eunice Njeri. Evelyn Wanjiro. Gloria Muliro. Janet Otieno, Masi Masika, size 8. Female Artist of the Year, Groove 2016, goes to Masi Masika. The top downloaded skizzer tunes, the third position goes to Aina Noma by Kelele Takatifu. And number two, number two, skizzer ringback tone, Pale Pale, size eight. And for number one, Nifunze Masi Masika. Alice Kimanzi, Evelyn Wanjiru, Kambua, Masi Masika, Princess Farida, size 8. I think we should do it by acclamation to the loudest, to the person who says it the loudest. So who do you think is going to win it? Now I'm going to for the instructions. And the award goes to Masi Masika. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you to everyone who voted for me. Amen. Um, first to my husband, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, si kusema watu Bakisha, tu kidogo, utawatumia SMS. Ukona 10,000, 10,000. Airtime. 10,000, 10,000. Na iPhone. Na iPhone. Utabakisha, utawasalimia tu, vizuri. Let's give a round of applause to Masi Masika, ladies and gentlemen. But I was like, yeah, but that quite was something for me, winning the, the holiday, the situation. Oh, the taxi, free taxi, yeah. all, the, all, the, all the different sponsors. Yeah, there were many things. But actually, when you won in 2016, you didn't win nothing because... I won a phone. Not just a phone, mm -hmm. your song was the most downloaded skizzer song. Yeah. So the money yeah. 
from skiza yeah. or is that when there was a lot of messed upness T- 2016 is when um we changed would, it up yeah 2016 is now when i started to earn money mm-hmm. that's when i would say you my family would be like na hii wimbo yako ime hit sisi tununulia kitu unaomba nini unaomba pesa so and then and then my sister is married to a nigerian she'd be like you know musicians in nigeria are very rich you know <laughs> no you can't move to nigeria because nigerians is a prayer yeah, item okay. to make it in nigeria mm-hmm. but talking about nigerian mm-hmm. is that now when you did the song with Emiko Sgay and Evelyn Wanjiro Th- that we did much later okay so then i had seen the light so mwema is released mm-hmm. mwema has gone and let's be real mwema mm-hmm. has put you back on the map mm-hmm. shows one or two here has come mm-hmm. um what is next after that um what was next after that was nikupendeze this podcast is part of the edify podcast network Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's e d i f i . a p p.